0: You are listening to Message Rewind from Discovery Church. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. My goodness, my goodness. It's so good to see everybody. Uh, you know, I, uh, we've, we've been uh, open, reopened, whatever you want to call it, uh, for what, since February... And so, like, what, I don't even know. Are we in March? Is it February? Or so? I have no idea what's happening. I don't know what's going on. Um, but uh, we're glad that you're hanging out with us. This is, uh, y'all showed up today. And uh, so we are definitely going to have to, as long as you guys keep showing up, we'll keep figuring out how to fit people in here, whether that's doing another worship experience or. Uh, so we're just glad that you're here. We think community is important, it's vital. Uh, and so we're glad that you're hanging out with us this morning. Uh, real quick, before we get started, a couple things that that I wanna uh, I wanna mention. The first one is this: Easter is coming up in two weeks, two Sundays. Two Sundays. <laughs> someone said three, someone said two. April fourth, I know that. Uh, and so we're gonna have two identical worship experiences: one at nine, the other at ten fifteen. And so we'd love for you to to bring your family. Listen. Everybody goes to church on Easter, right? And so the chances that they say yes to your invitation skyrockets the percentage of that. So uh, so we'd love for you to invite them. We will have uh, Disco Kids at the 1015, but we will also have Nursery at the 9 in the 1015. And so we're excited about that. And uh, yeah, we're, we're excited. You can actually, if you can do this, it's not up there, uh, but Discovery Church cc forward slash easter we'll put a link on social media after this but uh we'd love to know what worship experience that you would be attending uh and and so you can uh register we've done this every every year that we've uh that we've had an easter experience uh, just so we can better uh prepare for you and uh, yeah hey this has this is not in my notes but i just i kind of just feel like the spirit leading me uh how many of you guys are glad that you can eat indoors now. Come on, somebody. My Lord. Uh, it was, yeah. That had nothing to do with my notes. I was just thinking about lunch and, um, and thinking about the fact that, that I could eat inside and uh, not, not be cold, right? Like eating and just like you're so cold and you're like, what is happening? Um, so we're excited about the little things in life, right? The little things i also want to thank a, a couple people uh they were here thursday friday saturday minimum at least a minimum of eight hours each day painting and building and and so richard and ryan and my pops like they were here just getting it ready and we're still in the process so when you come back next week it's going to be different too like it's and so we are just keep evolving I also want to thank everyone who's donated to our chair, uh, the, um, the Plus One Initiative, <laughs> to what Janice was saying, y'all are so generous, and um, and so you can still give to that if you'd like, where uh, these chairs that you're sitting on, we're, they're borrowed, and so we, we feel like it's time to, to, to just purchase our own, and so we're... We're doing that right now, and so we're excited about that. And so eventually, you'll come back one Sunday, and there'll be new chairs. And and uh, so it's, I'm telling you, the restrooms are, are finishing up. And uh, so it's just it's amazing what's happening here at Discovery. And then eventually, we'll have a ribbon-cutting ceremony. and And we'll just, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll have fun. We'll get, like, a taco truck out here. And I'm just, I'm getting myself in trouble because... So we're just, we'll just have a party, we'll have a party, we'll have a, it'll be a Saturday, ribbon cutting, we'll have taco trucks, we'll have music, and, uh, and we'll just, we'll party and celebrate that everything is open, and oh, by the way, for Easter, ouch, uh, Easter, the movie theater has graciously allowed us to use the restrooms for Easter, so, um, so yeah, that, that's amazing, right now we have half a bathroom, and so we would say to go before you come, and uh, <laughs> but if you have to and you can't hold it, then we do have one that that you can use um, for sure. But uh, but yeah, hold it <laughs> if you can. Uh, so we are honestly se- I'm going to stop fooling around. So we, we're uh, we're on a, a series. We're looking at the last moments of Jesus. And uh, this is going to lead us into Easter, the resurrection of Jesus. I'm excited about that because that's a party day. Uh, Easter is a party day, and, uh, but last week, we started this journey, the last moments of Jesus, at the Garden of Gethsemane, and, and we learned that, that the olive, or excuse me, that, that Gethsemane, Gethsemane is, it, it means the olive press, and this idea, like the best part of me comes in the squeeze, if I allow it to take its process, and this is what Leilani was saying this morning, and, and, and so we're, we're taking up right after Jesus was arrested, and he's about to go to trial. How many of you guys have ever been on trial? Don't raise your hand. I'm joking. <laughs> we don't want your neighbor to scoot away. Um, <laughs> they're like, no. Oh, yeah. Um, so so we're, we're, we're picking up when Jesus is about to, to go to trial. If you have your Bible, we're going to be in Luke chapter 23, verse 18. Uh, we're going to start at verse 18, and it says this. Then a mighty roar arose from the crowd, and with one voice they shouted, Kill him and release Barabbas to us. Verse 19 Barabbas was in prison for taking part in an insurrection in Jerusalem against the government and for murder. You like how he just kind of, he was an uprising and for murder. (laughs) It's like, okay. Uh, Pilate argued with them because he wanted to release Jesus, but they kept shouting, Crucify him, crucify him. Verse 22, for the third time he demanded why, what crime has he committed? I have found no reason to sentence him to death, so I will have him flogged, then I will release him. Verse 23, and this is kind of the, the meat of what I want us to talk about today. But the mob shouted louder and louder. But the mob shouted louder and louder and louder demanding that Jesus be crucified and their voices prevailed their voices prevailed this morning if you're taking notes I want to talk to you from the subject silent but deadly (laughs) silent but deadly let's pray father we thank you for today God we thank you for your kindness to us this morning father I pray that you would just help me to to articulate your heart in this message. Jesus, you said that, uh, that your word is only as good as our heart. And so I pray right now that the seed that comes from me, that it would fall on good ground, that it would produce a harvest. God, so that we can leave this place changed and different, not for our own benefit, but so that we can change the world around us. God, we love you so much. We bless you. In Jesus' name. Come on, everyone, say it. Amen. 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 Hey, guys, I have a confession to make. Uh, when I'm bored sometimes and I just want to get a little bit of entertainment, um, I, I head over to the Press Democrat uh, uh, Facebook page. And, um, and I try to find the most interesting article title. Okay. And then here's my confession: I don't really read the article. I go straight to the comments. How many of you guys know that those comments are amazing? The drama. the drama, and so and so. One one day, I was I'm just confessing because this is church, so I'm confessing. Come on. And, and, and so one one day, I'm, I'm like I'm really bored, right? So I go to to to. Uh, their Facebook page, and I click on this article, because cause you got it, like, depending on the title of the article, you know, like, what the comments are going to be, and I was like, I just, I just really want to be entertained right now, <laughs> and, 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 and so, um, so there was this article that said, Sonoma County has reached red tier, and I was like, oh, this is going to be good, <laughs> and so I go to the comments, right, and just for the sake of amenity, is that, did I say that right? Oh, thank you, baby. <laughs> oh, amen. Uh, I, I'm, I'm not going to say their whole name, so we're going to call her Susie. And Susie, uh, in, in the comment, Susie said, she sa- all she said was, yes, with exclamation points, right? My call like, oh, seems harmless to me. <laughs> I read down the next comment, and this guy, Bill, comments on Susie's uh, uh, post. He says, "You hate America, then." Oh, this is getting good, right? And uh, and and Susie responded. Susie responded something to the tune of, "No, I don't. Why don't you crawl back to your mother's basement?" <laughs> And then Bill responded back. Bill responded back and he said, Okay, Karen, right? <laughs> and I'm sitting there. See, some of y'all triggered right now, like, Ooh, what's happening? <laughs> like I, I don't know if I should laugh or offend it. It's, it's okay. And so I'm I'm sitting here, right? And I'm reading these comments and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. Because these days you don't have to like be in front of someone to shout at them. You can do it virtually. And so, so like, these guys are going back and forth. Like, there's more. I can't remember exactly everything else. But, like, and then other people chimed in to get Susie's back. And then other people backed up Bill. Like, at one point, I wanted to just make a fake account <laughs> so I can chime in, you know. <laughs> Has anybody ever had that urge? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I'm going to just have a fake one. But I don't. I don't. It's just F-I. But I was thinking, like, I wanted to. Um, and and so, 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 like, I'm just watching this unfold, and they're shouting back and forth, shouting back, back and forth. And uh, I was thinking about this. I was thinking about just how they were just aggressively attacking one another. I don't even think they knew each other. <laughs> but what's so interesting to me is that, like, this idea of shouting back and forth, shouting at someone— kind of feels like the norm doesn't it it kind of feels like that's what everybody does now it kind of feels like the louder that i can shout the better i am because i drowned your voice out and i was thinking about this concept of shouting back and forth and i begin to wonder like I wonder if this is what Jesus would want for his followers. Like, I wonder if Jesus is okay with his followers. And I'm not saying any of you in here do this, but or myself do this. But, but I wonder if Jesus is, is like, rooting us on when we, when we shout back at things that trigger us. When, when something tickles our preferences the wrong way. Like, I wonder if Jesus is, like, sitting in heaven like, yes, go for it, woo! That's actually what I want us to talk about this morning. I want us to look at this idea of what Jesus displays for us when it comes to us being attacked by someone through words. In fact, that's this whole story of the trial of Jesus. He's he's being tried. He he goes to three different trials, y'all. One after the other. The first one, he's before the religious leaders. And the religious leaders are like, yeah, we, and they're just yelling. Then he goes to Pontius Pilate. Then Pilate sends him to, to King Herod. And then King Herod sends him back to Pilate. Like, and during all three of these trials, there's, there's one common thing that, that we see at every one of these trials. The shouting mob. Crucify him. Kill him. And, and here, here's what they're doing. Here, here's what they were shouting. They were attacking Jesus' character. And they were, uh, they were attacking his motives. Uh, his motives. So they were attacking his character because they're like, "Jesus, you're a liar. You're not the Son of God. Lies, lies, lies." They attacked his motives because they said he came here to 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 uh to to preach false doctrine. And they begin to attack his motives, and so here is here is Jesus. He's in these three trials. And, and they're attacking his character, and they're attacking his motives. And what I really want us to see, because I think this is important, is, is what I really want us to see is that they're not attacking Jesus' ideology or preference. They're not saying, they're, they're not looking at Jesus and they're like, Jesus, your disciples are dumb. <laughs> they're, not, they're not going to... They're not going to Jesus, and they're not not attacking Jesus' preferences, the the, the people that he's with. What I want you to notice is that they're attacking Jesus himself. They're attacking his God-given purpose. They're attacking the very core of who he is. And I'm reading this, and I'm thinking... If there is ever a time to shout back, it's when they attack me personally, Mm -hmm. right? Like, if there was ever a time for for me to, like, start yelling back at the mob when they're, like, crucify him. And I'm like, no, you die. I didn't do anything. That's what I want to do. But Jesus, he, he does something so bizarre. He, he, he does something that is so counterculture. He, he, he does something that, that when, when I'm about to tell you it, you're going to say Jesus is a wuss. Okay? Watch this. Read, watch this. Matthew chapter 7. Uh, Matthew chapter 27. Now Jesus was standing before Pilate, the Roman governor. Are you the king of the Jews? The governor asked Jesus. Jesus replied, you have said it. That's amazing. He He just answered with what they asked. It's crazy. Verse 12. But when the leading priests and the elders made their accusations against him, Jesus remained silent. Jesus remained silent. But don't you hear all these charges they are bringing against you? But Jesus made no response to any of the charges. We see it again in Luke chapter 23. Herod was delighted at the opportunity to see Jesus because he had heard all about him and had been hoping for a long time to see him perform a miracle. He asked... Jesus, question after question, but Jesus refused to answer. Meanwhile, the leading priests and the teachers of religious law stood there shouting their accusations. Did you catch that? Here's the mob. Kill him. Kill him. He's a false teacher. They're attacking who Jesus is. And you would think that Jesus would shout back and say, I am not that person. I am not who you think I am. You're wrong. But what does Jesus do? Nothing. He's silent. He's silent, just like you guys right now. (laughs) Jesus was silent. Jesus modeled silence in the face of being attacked. Rather than shouting, Jesus modeled silence. I was thinking about this. This this idea of why Silence. Why Jesus modeled silence, and we'll, and we'll jump into. I have three things, uh, but but I was I was looking just just thinking about this idea of 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 how the enemy loves the fact that we're okay with shouting. because shouting causes division. And so as long as I'm willing to shout my point, as long as I'm willing to type my point hello. <laughs> it's divisive. See, I have I've become to some like don't agree with this but but I have become so, <clears throat> so so, convinced that it's my role to stay in the middle when it comes to, to different things that culture is seeing and saying. Because I know the moment that I say something is the moment it breaks off. So the moment I say that I'm a dog guy and not a cat guy, all the cat people are like triggered canceled. <laughs> I love cancel. And so like I'm 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 learning that obviously there are things that that I will that I'm vocal about, right? Like my faith and my love for Jesus and that Jesus died for you. Like I will be very vocal about that. But things that really don't matter like I I'm trying, I'm trying to reach as many people as I can. And so I, I'm trying to learn to stay in the middle because, because the enemy would love for me to start shouting off. Would love for me to start attacking. And so I actually think that silence is deadly to the enemy. And so this morning, and then we're going to end. I want to give you three reasons why silence is deadly to the enemy. Three reasons why silence is deadly. And here's the first one. Silence shows who is in control. Silence shows who's in control. So, so my natural flesh, like when you come at me, my natural, f- my, my natural flesh wants to clap back. Like like when you when you step up and like you start attacking me, everything inside of me just wants to rip you apart. Like that's my flesh. Come on, come on. Any other any other people here? Like when when you because y'all are looking at me like ooh I'm judging. Ooh. <laughs> Canceled. <laughs> I must have, I'll stop. I won't do that again. It's just so fun. Um. Uh, uh, but, but, but like everything inside of me, everything inside of me, just, just like I just, oh. you don't know how many times like I see something on, 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 on social media that I just want to comment my opinion in. You don't know how many times y'all are talking to me and I just want to give you my opinion. Here's what the Apostle Paul writes in Galatians 2.20. He says, I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. So the moment that I become a Jesus follower, a disciple of Jesus, a Christian, however you want to whatever you want to call it the moment i do that the moment i surrender myself to jesus i have to understand that it's no longer i who lives in me but it's christ like 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 my it's no longer my flesh that rules my decisions it's christ in me it's no longer it's no longer my flesh who who, who gets to make the choices but it's christ me like when when, when I choose when, when I choose to be silent it shows control it, it shows it shows that that I'm no longer the boss of my life that that I'm no longer in control of my life so that's the first one three reasons why silence is deadly uh to the enemy's plan. And the first one is this. Silence shows who is control. Hey, Josh, I changed this one, sir. I'm sorry. <clears throat> well, I guess it's the same thing. Number two. Silence sculpts my character. Silence sculpts my, my, my character. Psalms 46.10 says this. This is God. He says, Be still and know that I am God. Now I think the order in which God says this is very, very critical, because what, what he doesn't say is this. He doesn't say, "know that I am God, and then be still." <clears throat> he says, first, <clears throat> excuse me, He says, first, be still and then know that I am God. Be still so like when I can learn to be still, to be silent, it it, it reveals who God is. Like it, it it reveals the character of God. Be still, then know that I am God. And so when I can learn to be still and be silent. I am posturing myself under the character of God. And so as I posture myself there the goal is, is that I, I become more and more like God, like Jesus, excuse me. The more that I can be still, the more that I could be silent, the more that I it, it, the more that 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 I, like I feel like God reveals himself to me. I think that's why quiet time is so important. Because it's in your quiet time where where Jesus begins to mold you and and shape you. Like like I, I have to learn to allow myself to just sit, be still, to be silent, and to allow God to sculpt my character. I, I have to allow him to. I have to allow him to, to, to mold me. What does scripture say? Like we are, he is the potter, we are the clay. And he, 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 he sculpts us, he molds us, he shapes us. But if I keep yapping and if I keep moving, it's like the, it's like the little gingerbread boy, like get over here, come here, right? Like I just need to be still. That I can be, then I can receive the revelation of who God is, oh, okay. that I can then know who God is. But I gotta, I gotta learn to be still. I gotta learn to be silent. And so, number two, silence scopes my character, and then we can have the keys up because I'm dumb. <laughs> silence makes way for action. Silence makes way for action. Silence makes way for action. So here we are. This is what I mean. Jesus dies. He's taken off the cross. He's put in the grave. Three days. And in that moment, we hear nothing. Quiet. Not a peep. To assume that silence is weakness. In fact, when when I there, there may be some of you in here this morning when I said that Jesus remains silent, you and, and that we're to be like Jesus, you're like, nah, that he's weak. He's weak. No way. That's weak. Silence is weakness. Here's what's amazing Jesus was in that grave it was silent but here's what I love is that in that silence there was still work happening in the silence of the grave something was shifting something was happening like when there was when when the The silence of the grave. There was something that God was doing in the midst of that silence. And could I propose to you this morning that the greatest thing that God has ever done was in the silence of the grave. By resurrecting his son Jesus. In the silence, it made made way for action. I love this. Jesus' silence made way for action. Listen, Jesus, Jesus did not have to say anything because he was about to show everything. I could be silent because my silence leads to action. Showing. Jesus didn't have to shout his purpose because he was about to show them his purpose by dying on the cross. Jesus didn't have to prove he was the Son of Man by shouting at them because he was about to resurrect from the grave. Jesus didn't have to shout because he was willing to show. I wonder if we shout because we're not willing to show. I, I'm sorry, that was rude. That was rude. That was rude. I apologize. I apologize. That, that, that one was rude. That was rude. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That was, I'm kind of sorry. Like, like, <laughs> like, I like wonder, I wonder if we believe that the louder we are, We're more hopeful that whoever we're yelling at will just leave. So we actually don't have to deal with them. We actually don't have to love them. We actually don't have to show them kindness. I love it because all throughout Scripture, it never teaches us that that they will know you by your words. And then we're done. I feel like I offended people. 1 John chapter 3 and verse 18. It says this Dear children, let's not merely say that we love each other, let us show the truth by our actions. Let us not merely say that we love each other. Let us show the truth by our actions. Imagine if Jesus, rather than dying on the cross, he's like, hey, I just want you to know I love you. Be blessed. (laughs) He said, not just by your words, but by your actions. What would our city, our county look like if it was full of Jesus followers that weren't busy shouting but showing? That were less consumed about their preference choices and more consumed about showing the love of Jesus. I've heard it once said that people... People, uh, people love. Je- people are okay. Are okay with Jesus. They're not okay with his church. So they're 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 okay with this idea of Jesus, but they're not so great on the people that represent him. And I wonder if that's because we're so wrapped up with shouting. Become like we look like the mob when he's not called us to do that. He's not called us to be the mob, he's called us to show. I wonder this morning if Discovery could be a church that shows yeah. at their workplace when someone rubs you the wrong way that, that we're not shouting at them and telling them they're losers and that they're wrong but, but like we're like showing them I love you But my actions I wonder if we're on social media and someone offends us or they post something or someone posts something that we're like Wah. like I wonder I wonder if I wonder if rather than shouting Show. Maybe even sometimes showing is not commenting That is neither here nor there. I am done. We're going to pray listening to Message Rewind. Come back every Monday night at 5 p.m. to hear the latest message from Discovery Church.